NYC. Have you ever been looking for practitioners, places, people, products, and content on how to live the healthiest life for you and your family in this city that never sleeps? If you answered yes, then you're in the right place. I'm Dr. Josh Han, and I'd like to welcome you to the Healthy Life NYC podcast. Enjoy the show. I'm Dr. Josh Hand, and you're listening to the Healthy Life NYC podcast, where we talk about everything healthy NYC, and we are in the middle of the five P's of chiropractic, and today we're going to talk about pediatrics. This is important because a lot of people bring their children to our office, and eventually they start getting adjusted, or vice versa. The children are brought in because they've looked at the research, and then the parents become part of the practice as well, and they're not even in pain. So this is really neat. So why do children need chiropractic care? That's a question that so many people ask. And how do you adjust a child? Is it safe? Is it effective? And I'm going to just go straight to a source. I'm going to go to a research journal. And this is uh, from 2009. I'm just going to scroll here. This is from 2009. It's the safety and effectiveness of pediatric chiropractic, a survey of chiropractors and parents in a practice-based research network, meaning that there were children under care and the parents as well as the practitioners had to fill out information about what was happening with the kids. Was it effective? Were they getting results? Is it safe? So I'm going to read just a little bit of, I'll read the conclusion to you just so you have an understanding of safety first and foremost. To the best of our knowledge, this is the first study of its kind addressing the safety and effectiveness of pediatric chiropractic SMT, which means adjustment, in a practice-based research setting, so real-world settings. The results of both our practitioner surveys and our parent surveys demonstrated a highly perceived effectiveness for pediatric chiropractic care as well as a high level of safety. We advocate continued research in this area with large prospective cohorts incorporating the co-varieties of safety and effectiveness of pediatric SMT, aka chiropractic adjustments. So that's that's right out of a research journal, and I'll throw the details of this in the show notes. There are tons and tons and tons of references here. As a matter of fact, this research paper has 36 of them. And I'd like to say that I've been getting adjusted personally since 1979. I know it seems like a long time. I'm only really 18 years old. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm 40 years old at the time of this recording, and I've been adjusted since 1979. I have not missed a week. I've probably missed actually one or two weeks um, in college when I moved away from home and had a hard time finding time to get to a chiropractor. All it took was me getting sick. Once I found a chiropractor and I was <laughs> getting better very, very fast. So I want to share a couple pieces of, uh, the puzzle. So we understand that safety is there. I want to just share some really cool science and really cool, interesting things on, on children and getting adjusted. And I want to share something with you, which is directly from our website, which is actually put together by Dr. Eric Plasker of the 100-Year Lifestyle. You can check out their podcast as well. It's absolutely fantastic. And on our website, we have an article. It's called The Innate Life Expectancy. And this is going to talk about longevity for a second, because we ultimately realize that we're going to live a really long time, whether we want to or not. The potential now is there. And here's some really crazy research. I know this blows my mind every time I look at it and read it. 
100-year-old people, the world's fastest growing group, 100-year-olds, right? 100-year-olds are, are the people who are the world's fastest growing group with an expected increase of 746% between now and 2040. Crazy, right? Also, this is going to go back from 20 to 2013. If you remember seeing this, you can even Google it. The cover of the National Geographic article focuses on the, prob uh, the probability that some of today's children will live to 120 years old. That is nuts. That is nuts, nuts, nuts. It's amazing. So why am I sharing this with you? Because we're, be we're being given the advance notice that we're going to be living a long time. And having a healthy lifestyle, which includes chiropractic care for the family, should be something that could be, should be incorporated because not only do you need chiropractic care for, for wellness, it's a phenomenal thing, but the, we use a, an acronym in our office called FITNESS, and the S is a squared, right? So to, in order for the body to be healthy and fit, we need a healthy neurology, healthy nutrition, we need to start to create endurance of so moving our heart muscles, right? And are those types of muscles create some strength in our body and have a healthy structure, which deals with the spinal system and the central nervous system. So overall healthy lifestyle is extremely, extremely important as you age and having this mindset going in, understanding this, if you're a parent listening and have children that incorporating a healthy life with fitness in there right, the nutrition and neurology, which we said in endurance, strength, and structure, having all of that into the, the human body is super important for living that long time in a healthy way. Because what we're learning is that people are living a very long time right now, and a lot of people are not happy about living there. And people that are watching this, this nursing home generation grow are wondering why they're getting to live so long and then they have to live their last 10 plus years, either in a nursing home or having someone else to take care of them or they're losing uh, their mind and getting sick and, and having diseases and all sorts of things, it would be much better, right? I, and I think you would agree with me that we should live a long, healthy life, you know, maybe die in our sleep or something like that. But we shouldn't be getting to 80 or 90, getting extremely sick and then living to 100, right? And, and being miserable for the last 10 years of our life. Life should be amazing. Uh, we need to add years to life and life to years. So that's the first thing I wanted to share, just longevity, like the holy cow, we need to start taking care of ourselves. Um, but let's get back to children. And let's just think about structure with children, right? So we already did the, the, the pregnancy portion. So the birth process can, can sometimes and most times be pretty traumatic and dramatic to the child and the mother. And during this process, especially when done in a hospital, what we tend to see and some of the research shows that children are having these minor neck injuries right off the bat. 40 to 60 to plus pounds is being pulled on a child's neck at the time of birth. That's a lot, right? Imagine having someone put 40 to 60 pounds of pressure on your head and neck today, pulling and twisting and turning. Not pleasant. So misalignments start to happen very, very, very early. We call that the subluxation. Those things happen very, very early. But if we just now fast forward a little bit, so getting checked after birth, I know sounds crazy to some. I was checked after birth for, for subluxation for misalignment, and I've had a fantastically healthy life. Most of my life, I've beaten myself up pretty good like the best of us. And when we fast forward now, we become toddlers, 
and we start to play, we're moving around, we're having fun. There is some really wild research. I'm going to share some of this, and this is also in an article we have. Um, this is in the Oxford Press. This is going back to 2007, and it talks about toddlers, 14-month-old, right? So a year, just almost a year and a half, right? Uh, fall an average of 15 times per hour while playing. Kids are playing all the time at that age, right, as a toddler. So here's the, here's the, the, the research also says, if we do the math, you have approximately 90 falls a day, which equals 700 falls per week, and up to 2,500 falls per month. Do the math. If it's just 2,000 falls a month, if we bring it down a little bit for 12 months, for that full year, that's 24,000 falls. That's a lot of falling on the structure. And I know parents think, well, my kids are very resilient. You better believe they are. Imagine yourself falling 24,000 times a year. We would definitely be broken, right? That would not be good. But as a child, as we learn to walk and play and have fun and we're falling and falling on things, I mean, we've seen all of these pictures on social media of children falling and bonking their head, um, breaking arms and all sorts of things. So trauma happens and micro traumas that are constantly happening, which are asymptomatic, are are some of the scariest kinds, because sometimes they show up later in life. It may be a month, a year, maybe a decade. And what they're finding out is that about 10 millimeters of pressure put on the central nervous system, put on these nerves that are coming out of the spine, 10, uh, 10 millimeters of pressure can reduce the nerve transmission. And what that means, wherever that nerve goes, whether it's an organ, a muscle, whatever kind of tissue it may be going to, it's going to decrease that function. And that's important because that's where life function starts to decrease. And a lot of times we ignore functional decreases and we start to pay attention to only the symptoms. And the scary part of that, as we're aging, with, and you know, if we're a child aging, when we're hurt, we've done some pretty good damage, right? Uh, we've all seen kids you know, that, that bump themselves and cry for about a half a second once they get your attention, then stop. I'm not talking about pain like that. I'm talking about actually having some, some serious pain. When we have pain, that means those nerves have been irritated significantly because only 10% of the nerves in the body have are called sensation nerves or sensory nerves. So getting, uh, getting bounced around and injured affects your body for a long term. And, I, and time and time again, you know, I'm doing consults with patients in our practice. And as we're, we're going through the consultation, you know, any major slips and falls and anything like this. And like, yeah, I was in a car accident when I was a kid. Or, you know, I fell, I fell off, you know, a set of stairs, I fell down a flight of stairs, but I was only like ten, five years old or 10 years old. That doesn't, I mean, it didn't really affect me that much. And the scary thing is when we do these x-rays and we go through a patient history and we start to see the damage that's been done and has been sitting there dormant for a long time and now finally started to show up and they're having symptoms and they don't know why, it's a lot of times that we, ha- we have to take a time machine back during our case history and start to talk about these little issues and realize that we could be falling 24 plus thousand times a year when we're little, right? So that all comes into play. And then you get to becoming, you know, a little older, we're in elementary school, and then teenagers, and we're really beating ourselves up pretty good weather. Back when I was a child, we were outdoors playing all the time. Now the challenge is that children are in front of technology at a very, very early young age, and they're creating some major, major trauma to not only their cervical spine, which is the neck, but they're creating it now 
throughout the whole spine because that head is like a weight that's being held in front of them for a long time and everything is affected. The nerves that come from the head and the neck are very, very important. They have to, they all have to bypass the head and the neck, right? Or the neck, excuse me, to get down to the rest of the spine and the body. So if we're starting to interfere with them way up high, it has the potential to affect everything down low. So that's just some food for thought. So the adjustments, you know, what are they like? If you've been adjusted as an adult and we have at certain age, ages when the, you know, the spine's a little more developed, we can do similar but much gentler adjustments with children. But when we're talking about newborns, infants, and toddlers, adjustments are very, very gentle. And, and one of the examples that was taught to me was to say, you know, when we're adjusting a newborn or a, sometimes even a toddler, if you were to take a very ripe tomato, very ripe tomato, and, and just push your pinky into it slowly, but it's gonna be really soft, right? Like one of those ultra-ripe tomatoes. Eventually, the skin's gonna burst, and it's gonna be pretty quick, right? because we're gonna push right through it without any issue. That's the amount of pressure that we use during an adjustment with a child that's so, so tiny. But it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing seeing uh, the, the children's eyes open up, light up. Life, it almost looks like life is coming back instantaneously to these children even though they weren't you know they weren't injured or even if they were but if they weren't injured for instance i have this beautiful uh young patient in our practice uh came in with all sorts of different things like constipation hearing issues latching issues and this is you know he's how old is he? he's probably at this point he's i think 14 15 16 months old and when he started coming in to get adjusted, we're using these gentle, gentle, gentle techniques. The, the parents like, that was it? And we'll say, yeah, but so when the parents start to pay attention to the child during the adjustment, sometimes it's really neat. And we get to see the child is squirmy and wormy, you know, we're holding onto the child and the, the child just almost gets into this dead focus, like straight ahead, looking right at mom or dad, just focus. And mom goes, wow, what was that? I've never seen them look so focused and so energized right at the same time. And I said, well, that's when we just did the adjustment. And, you know, the, the reports come back in time after time. Oh, my God. Sorry, he started latching right away. Oh, my God. The first, and this one child, the, the best part about it was um, because of constipation. During after or during after his first adjustment, thank God not during because I didn't have an extra pair of pants in the practice to change into. You know the child leaves the office, and they have to come back in and change the diaper because the baby filled the diaper and they had to change it two to three times. I don't remember the exact number that day because everything started letting go. Right, the nerves to the digestive tract were cleared out, and the baby was just functioning better. No, I did not adjust the baby's colon. We actually only adjusted one bone in the baby's spine, which is the top bone in the neck, uh, with that little gentle touch and very powerful stuff. So children getting adjusted is incre incredibly important because they're going to grow up, right? And like the longevity piece we just spoke about, it is way better. It is much better to grow up free from any nerve interference, regardless of pain, than to grow up with it and find out having to deal with it for years or decades after because you've let something go so far. I want you to think of taking care of your spine like taking care of your teeth. And I may have said this before, you know, we're taught to take care of our chompers, right? Because they're on our face. If our spine was actually on our face, we'd take much better care of it. We're seeing degenerative processes happening at earlier and earlier, earlier ages. 
uh, 11, 12 year olds are having spinal degeneration that we're seeing. And this is quite scary. I urge everybody, child, adult, to come in, get a full spinal checkup, get the set of x-rays if needed, and you can actually see what's going on, get that blueprint so you can actually make some progress and actually get better, measure it, see how your body's actually changing and evolving. And this is so powerful because health is an inside out job always, but plugging chiropractic into a very healthy lifestyle is always a win. It's always a win, right? So that's it for today's Healthy Life NYC podcast. I hope this was beneficial. I hope this was very powerful for you. And I hope that you truly will be bringing your children to a chiropractor wherever you are because your health and their health is super important. Families, as you know, are some of the most important, if not the most important people that are around you. So that being said, have a great day, evening, or night, wherever and whenever you're listening to this. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.